This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Build up in one ear, and I've, I've run Debrox through it a couple of times. Yeah, and it it hasn't cleared out. I think it just kind of impacted. I don't know what Demorex is. Debrox. Oh, Debrox. Well, let's let's Google this fucking thing. I'm just gonna start everything. Um. Oh, it's that. Okay. I've I've used that stuff, and it's. I always feel like I can never get it all out. Yeah, it it does the best it can. I mean, it you got to sit there and let it eat away at it, um, mm-hmm. like fucking acid in your ear, and it just like. It sits there and bubbles. It, I, I kind of treat it like I do microwaving popcorn. Okay. Where it's like when it when the popping starts to slow down and, and stop oh. for longer periods of time. Yeah. That's when you know that it's done. Um, but you don't want to leave it in there too long because it is it will just eat through your fucking ear. Right. Um, and you don't want to use it too many days in a row. So I try to give myself a couple days off in between usages. And it it never takes more than two. But this time it's... And like I, I was doing it Saturday night, and um, after running the uh, the little squeeze squeeze thing to like get the <laughs> suction and stuff at it, the little ear boucher, uh, yeah, um, I couldn't walk. <laughs> I just like <laughs> lost all ability to oh, balance. Yeah, I've um, cleaned my ear out with a Q-tip too mm-hmm. aggressively. Yes, and gotten sick to my stomach as a result started coughing and then i got very dizzy those yeah. your eardrums are nothing to fuck around with not at all and and aaron's had had a, a problem with her eardrum when she was really young and that led to like some some hearing issues and speech impediment and stuff is that what, nothing oh, major her, her hearing issues i thought it was just being a woman Ow. <laughs> that is something else <laughs> First of all, you're not supposed to scream directly into the vagina because it'll just bounce right back at you. <laughs> oh God! So I was listening to a podcast today, and they, um, it's your mom's house, and they were <laughs> recanting 2019, and I just got into it not about a month ago, and a guy was telling a story about how he was eating a girl's ass and she farted in his mouth, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> she farted in his mouth, diarrhea. So that's not a fart. She was she okay. She that's, sharted. That's a warning shot. She, that's a that's a shot across the bow. There's more to the story where she had done uh, porn earlier in the day and her ass was numb, and did mm. not know that she sharted into his mouth. Uh, but yeah, so, anyways. So it's a it's a show about average shows who uh, eat the ass of porn stars. Uh, <laughs> there. I mean, like I said, there's way more to it. But anyways, you were telling a it story. It sounds like that was way more to it. <laughs> don't don't say, oh, and now back to your story, Corey, because I have no story that can follow and that. And back to Corey. <laughs> I mean, I do know, I, I did meet a guy who, did I tell you this already, who bit off a girl's clitoris? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Um... Hmm. <laughs> it's one of those things that was kind of like a friend of a friend and and those friends were all talking about it and it became like the stuff of legends and then one day you're sitting at that friend's house next to this other person and you're there for like 10 minutes and you've got this this inkling of something isn't right and you don't know what it is and then you turn to that person and say very clearly and with authority Oh, you're the guy who put up that girl's clit. Yeah. And and fuck, did was it on purpose? I I think it was. I feel like he mm. was if I remember it correctly, and it's been a long time. Uh this is the hard rock in nineties. I, I I think it was that he was bored. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I, I know that... I think she kept kicking him or something, and, and he was, like... He was done. This is... I have so many questions. There's no answers. There's no good answer to that. Yeah. There's there's no, like, he reacted with pride and, and boastfulness, which is what you'd expect from somebody who's done that to another person. Yeah. Um. But, my, but it, yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, I have no love for the guy. No, no, and, and obviously I'm not condoning what he did, but it's no. like, so my thought was, my, I'll take you through my thought process here. Initially, I was like, "Oh, he was probably servicing her snack shack." Yes, and something happened, and he bit it off. Now it sounds like this man was probably crossing boundaries. She he asked to stop, was kicked, and no, then decided a, that this is what he's going to do. Now, whether that was during foreplay no, or he not, was kicked in a in a heat of the moment sort of thing. I don't think it was that he was. I don't think he was there uninvited. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So he potentially was doing something that she was not interested in and told him no. I think and, it was stopping. Yeah, I think and, what she wasn't interested in him doing was stopping. Oh. Yeah. This complicates like, everything. Like yeah. more, harder, what the fuck, where, what, why is, why is there blood gushing? I don't know exact. Again, details very sketchy now. It's like 30 years ago that I, that this story came about. I, it's not... I, man, I hate the fact that I'm even sharing it because it just sounds like something that's going to be like guys on the internet are going to try to do. But those guys usually don't get anywhere near a vagina. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy in Michigan who ate the guy? Yes. I was. Uh, <laughs> didn't I not send you that story? Oh, yeah, you did. It was. <laughs> okay, you. good. It was I me. then <laughs> sent it to a shitload of people at work. So I, yeah. it, I started to get lost. But yeah, I do want to talk about the man... The 50-year-old homeless-looking gentleman who found a 25-year-old man from Kansas City who was much cleaner-looking named Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And they met on Grindr. So I really feel like he thought he was ordering food. Because Grindr shouldn't be a gay sex app. I mean, it is, but it it, it also sounds like it could be where you order sandwiches from. Mm -hmm. Well, did you, uh, and, obviously, I'm sure, because I'm assuming you read the article, but this was not the first time that someone had come running out of this man's house covered in blood. <laughs> which, but, but, but he retained ownership. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, think, we looked up directions. That he's about an hour and a half away. Well, now he's in jail. Well, yeah. <laughs> so maybe <So, be> closer. <laughs> depending on which jail you're going to, I guess. I don't know your jail system in your. I don't know state. my jail system here yet. I I I've done work it, when I was in California at San Quentin. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So I yeah I've got a I've got a couple prison stories, but um. Did you drop the soap? No. Why would I drop the soap? You. you that that's a. You hang on to it to trade. That's a prophylactic. With. Yeah, that oh. you just you just gotta get the slipperiness going. Oh man, did nasty Nate tell you that you're a fish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you no. got that reference. I was a little nervous. I don't get that reference. Oh fuck! In uh, Half Baked, the guy who's the teacher goes to jail, and this big ripped black guy named Nasty Nate always calls him a fish, and he like freaks okay. out and he goes, "No, Nasty Nate, I'm not a fish." Oh. I've actually never seen Half Baked. Really? I mean, yeah, it does not seem like why. your comedy wheelhouse, but uh, I, I think it's it, great. It's one of those things that I'm sure I would have sat through if it was on. I just never. It's. I, 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 I know it. It's legendary, but if it's not on my Plex, I'm going to make that happen because I haven't <laughs> seen it. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. Also, when you search for half Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, so either one. No, it should be Harry Potter and the Half Baked Prince. Oh, I'd watch that. Oh man, I Dave Chappelle could do like a whole skit where he's a teacher at Hogwarts. That that could be excellent. Man, remember when Dave did. Chappelle did shit? Ugh. Didn't just show up and guest star like when Eddie Murphy was hosting SNL, but like actually was making cool comedy and shit. Yeah, I heard uh, Joe Rogan was telling a story where Rogan was doing a show like in Denver, and he's like, I got back, and just Dave Chappelle was sitting there, and he's like, hey, man, do you mind if I go do 20 minutes? Like, that's fucking Dave Chappelle's life. He's like, I'm going to go to this comics who's sold out an arena. 
I'll just piggyback on him real quick. No one will mind. Like, wow. And and the thing is, nobody would mind. No, not <laughs> at be all. Like that, you won the fucking lottery of Joe Rogan shows if that was the case. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a life right there. What is the lottery of Joe Rogan shows? I don't know, and I wasn't going to ask because I was very confused. Yeah, you even said it. Those I, words I came did, out of your mouth. Shit, shit just shoots out of my mouth. Okay, so um, should shoot out of someone I, else. I was at I was at lunch the other day with with a couple of guys that I work with, and one of them mentioned the CD underbelly on Pornhub. And I was like, "Oh God damn it! You've listened to the show." Has he? Yeah, he's oh, okay. He, he okay, finally he caught up in the last couple episodes. But it was just like, "Oh shit!" Things that I said coming back to haunt me. Yeah, it's fucking like, pretty bad once in a while. It has happened. It took to me, me a while to not listen to the show. Like you, you set a great example of not paying any to fucking attention is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would listen because I wanted to be better. I wanted to, I wanted to figure out what worked, what didn't work. I, I never did, so I just kind of gave up. The path to success um, is paved with mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if someone uh, else said that. If not, trademark me twenty twenty word. To yeah. Um, like there are certain things that I know that we've said that are that would be a great callback. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 Uber. What did you call it last week? For the the I, morning after Uber ride home, you had some great name for it. Because I've been trying to figure it out, and all I could come up with like was Uber Skeets, but that's Uber not Skeets. Right. Uh, I don't Cause know. Because you ski daddle. Uh, oh. Sure. I don't know. The only thing that I can think of, which I do not believe is true, would be like Uber Plan B, Plan B, Plan Boober. Mm. Anyways, someone who pays attention to the show, if you could just let me know. If Uber just brought a gyno appointment over to your house the next day, that would be good too. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Well, you know, I guess on, on topic, like you could just be a better Uber driver by having Plan B in the car. Like yeah. hey, like water, mint, plan B pill? But you got to make sure it's quality plan B. You don't want to get like the, <laughs> I, the Amazon basics plan B pill. I fear <laughs> we're treading on some water we don't want to be doing that on right now. Um, Just with the whole plan B talk. I don't know. I, I No one probably even listens to this anymore. Yeah, we don't have an A plan. So no, we're always plan B. <laughs> we are. And how do you transition that into Taco Bell? So and which is really funny because that's the exact thing I was thinking about was how to do that. Um, I I got a notification on my watch today about Taco Bell's deluxe seven dollar box, which I think we broke last week already. Yeah, because there are new no new items. The double stack tacos. Did we cover those? Yes, we did. I think you talked about them a little bit. Yep, because of the Reaper sauce. Um, yeah, just still sodium warnings up the wazoo over here on tb dot com. That was your Taco Bell minute. Like no one even comments on Taco Bell Midnight, Midnight, Taco Bell Midnight, Taco Bell Minute, but I continue to do it because I think it's funny. <laughs> That's what this show has become. Like, what are what are our important segments on the show? Like, we 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 skip talking about the movie sometimes. Yep. Well, it depends uh, on how much we so, like the movie. Like, I liked this one once again, so I feel like we're gonna talk about oh, it yeah. more. And I think it's similar yeah but i think we both like haunt and then i got i got some feedback on on the haunt show is that but then you guys didn't talk about what happened in haunt you're like well you just watch it it, it, it like we don't want to spoil all the deaths for you that's what yeah. the show is is we spoil shit. right uh it had been a couple weeks since we had seen it though and not making that's, excuses um yeah that's part of it so and it, it really is kind of like it it takes nothing to just describe how people were killed um but it also it adds nothing having that description. Like if right. some things don't have depth; they just have the the adventure of watching. And that's the thing. Like it, all haunt really was, and we're talking about haunt on whatever, fuck it. But um, all it really was was its deaths. And I think if you spoil that entirely, then what reason do you have to watch the movie? I guess some people don't watch the movies, though. A lot of, from what I understand, a lot of people don't even watch the movies. So yeah. Now, apparently, we really need to like give use in depth, in depth in air quotes, but yeah, yeah. Ready or not was a lot hey, of browns. Man. That's this movie. That was that was my review of Ready or, or not. not. It was a lot of brown. 
It was a lot. Not shit. It was just all brown colors. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I saw the I saw the light bulb. It was not. It, no, no, no. I was just being an ass. But but yeah, we're talking about ready or not. We will talk about ready or not. But first, hey Matt, mm-hmm. what scares you this week? Um, here's where I upset Matt by coming up with a new concept for. Oh, it's you're not upsetting me. I just was not ready. Um. Like, it can be anything. I'm trying to think of things that have pissed me off lately. I'm fucking sick of listening to people talk about football. Now, is it because the Pats aren't going to be in it? No, most people are really... I was really excited about that. I do enjoy watching football. What fucking annoys me is that everybody I work with decides that they're a fucking football analyst and they say what the Packers should do and how everything should fucking go. Shut your fucking mouth and just don't talk. So you're afraid that you're going to go to work tomorrow and it's going to be just the same. I'm not afraid. It happened today. Well, I know. I was. You're afraid it's going to keep happening. It will keep happening. And then the thing is, is it'll stop for two months. Then the draft will happen. Then it'll pick back up for a couple weeks. Everyone will talk about how the Packers fucked up and drafting the wrong person. And then it'll stop. And then the preseason will start. And then it's every fucking Monday or Tuesday if they played Monday. See, in that regard, I'm afraid that of that even more because I don't know anything about the sport. Like, I just got the information about the fact that the Patriots aren't going to be in it. Yeah. Because people were talking about it around me, but that, like, out of a conversation that was very serious and going on, and all these people had real feelings about this stuff, that's what I picked up. I'm like, oh, okay, the the Patriots, they're <laughs> they're an important team to people that i know <laughs> so are, are the people that you know are they truly upset or are they happy that the pat the pats aren't in it well at work nobody was upset it, it, okay i'm in michigan so everybody there is very pleased um right right so and they don't have they don't have the the, the dick dangle to at <laughs> because it's it's their people did did they explain to you why people are happy the, uh, i i have to go back to they just don't like Okay, so I didn't want to start explaining it if you already knew, but then I halfway through that thought realized that that we may have listeners that also don't care about football, which is fine. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. Right. So the Patriots are historically always in the Super Bowl. Right. And they're a very, very wealthy team, which means they can buy a lot of high-dollar players, and I am going to only glaze the surface because my football knowledge isn't that deep. But they also get caught cheating like twice a season. Yes, so I, everyone just fucking hates thing. them. Yeah, so it just no one wants like that's like um like there was this the the, the string years where the Yankees were always in the World Series, or always did really well because they had all the money, they had all the good players. Everyone fucking hated them because you always want to hate whoever the best is. Um, I don't love the Patriots. I'm not defending them. I was very happy that they weren't in it because it is kind of annoying to just be like, well, who are the Patriots going to play this year? Right. Um, get new fucking teams in there, but. I also think Tom Brady's kind of a douchebag. Like, he open-mouth kisses his kids. Um, that was a callback from a couple of years ago. There's a picture of him, like, open-mouth kissing his son. I, I heard that, too, and yeah, I don't... Yeah. I, well, he's... Dude, he's like... Um, New England, generally a fairly wealthy area. If you were, like, yacht club douchebag, like, it's Tom Brady. But the guy's also 42 and one of the best football players in the league, arguably. Yeah. So it's like there's... Like, uh, South Park recently had an episode where, um, fuck, I can't remember what they were calling it, but the um, someone's mom was sick, and she was started. She found out that if she drank her own shit, like, she would make shit smoothies, it would cure her. And, like, so they found out that Tom Brady's shit, when he drinks it, is what keeps him young and good at football. So they're all trying to break into his house to get his shit, and it turns out he's shitting in a jars because he doesn't want to flush it because he doesn't want people to go into the suitor to try and get his shit shit yeah so uh, you know i I think it's just that people want to hate whoever's the best for whatever reason what's scary is that there's such a ring of truth ew uh to that with the whole fecal transplants oh that's what that's it was fecal transplants um and then somehow they started drinking it It was a couple weeks ago like i should say it was a couple months they're gonna wind up drinking shit it's not that's not a stretch for the show at all no no, yeah, it was it was fecal transplants. That's like this show talking about Taco Bell. Ooh, I do love Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Sorry. And Matt and Trey love drinking shit. 
I don't think I'm t- speaking out of turn here, right? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know if there's any truth. To, like, if they've been caught drinking shit. Caught? They have shit drinking parties. Shit drinking parties all the time. All the time. I, I want to get invited to a shit drinking. That's the only reason Tom Cruise hasn't sued the shit out of him, literally, uh, for all the Scientology stuff, because he loves those parties. Oh, wow. Um, They stand him next to the guy who played Squeak in basketball, and Tom's got some height on him. That um, if you guys make fun of me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. That line comes up quite a bit. Basketball is just just one of the goddamn best movies ever. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's real good. Um, I I went to the grocery store after work, and... We talked about Sloppy Joes. I decided I'm going to make Sloppy Joes when we're done recording this because right I have on. not had fucking just plain Sloppy Joes in a very long time. Um, But I found you can buy edible cookie dough in a small tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got one of those because my wife is gone. So why fucking not? All right. Now, first of all, any cookie dough is edible if you're trying hard enough. No, that's uh, it's true. If you're not scared of eating uh, raw right, egg, then yeah. do it to it. So I had uh, on a, a, a point in time when when Aaron was gone or was not going to be home till late or something like that, I had picked up some raw cookie dough, uh, not the edible in a tub that they charge you five dollars for. No, fuck that. I got the Pillsbury bricks. <laughs> Just fucking chew the log. Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> which I've been doing my entire fucking life. And of that led to this awesome physique that you see before you. <laughs> God bless you, little doughboy. Hey man, um, so I, I I picked up, they've got the, the little brick and you break them off. The, they're squares and stuff like that. And you break them off and you bake the cookies. Mm-hmm. And the idea is you can make as many as you want and, and then keep the rest of them refrigerated. Well, fuck that. Of course, we don't cook them. Yeah. You just eat the brick. Yeah. Um, so I had done that and I didn't wind up eating them or I didn't eat much of it that night. And uh, a few days later, Aaron's in the fridge and she notices this brick of cookie dough. And she's like, what is this? I said, well, it's it's the raw cookie dough. She's like, this is this is brilliant. This is a fantastic idea. So you just break off a brick yep. and eat a little bit of a brick. Of cookie. We used to get the raw cookie dough from um, Papa Murphy's, the take and oh, bake pizza yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they always had the little thing of, of raw cookie dough. Those cookies never got made. Man, I make cookies from scratch. This is my, oh, I just want some cookie dough. I don't want to go through the effort. But if I'm going to fucking make cookies, I'm making cookies. The the whole effort is in the baking. Right. Uh, but right. nah, just like sometimes you just want to knock down a fucking brick of cookie dough. That, that's a beautiful, beautiful way to live. I do really like like a warm cookie though once in a while. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love cookies. It, it, but I, there's a specific joy in making cookies. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so. usually like if for a long time it was my midnight on Saturday thing to do is I would make cookies. Our kitchen here, the oven is not really conducive to cookie baking. The kitchen is hard to clean because we don't have a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an ordeal. You, all the measurements and stuff. So I, I don't do it that often. Now, uh, we'll get there again. <laughs> but I, I do want cookie time. dough on occasion. So like I'll, I'll, I'll hit that shit up. Um, is cookie dough worse than cookies? No, it's it, they're just two different things. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like ice and water. It's the same thing in two different forms. But yeah, think about it. When you bake Both them, important. does anything burn off that would technically make a cookie healthier than cookie dough? Um, salmonella. Touche. Yeah. Touche. I, I think that's really it. It's the air, airborne shit that right, can but fuck but you up. I'm talking about like butter. But if you use farm fresh eggs, yeah. But it, but if there's butter, or well, it would really just be the butter in the cooking process where some of it burns off, or you know, I don't know. Don't, just shut up. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get in the chemical breakdown, that's a malt and brown shit. I'm not quite there. That that is not uh, a conversation you and I can weigh in on at all. I, I mean, the other thing is uh, flour, when it cooks, you know, it gets some of the mealiness out of it. But. Right. But that's kind of, there's like part of the joy. Part of the joy is just uh, having to chew on my cookies. <laughs> yep. My that's wife. the way I've always seen it, Matt, is my joy is to chew in your cookies. 
Uh, I, I, I just thought you were laughing at my dog licking my face while I'm trying to talk about eating cookies. Well, yeah, he, he if he's seen the amount of ass you've eaten, uh, that's probably. I'm pretty sure he's, he's eaten the same amount of ass. Right. Maybe more. He's eaten more asses than I have. So cookie dough is is a staple, and it's it's the go-to for a lot of things. But what else is your like raw food happiness? Because I got to tell you, the fucking brownie batter. Oh yeah, brownie. I was trying to something that like I was trying to go through things that um were aren't aren't like desserts and yeah. Really... I mean, cake batter as yeah. well. It, yep. Like just well, any, enjoy any like batter. I don't get like two cake mixes and make a cake, but have made two cake mixes. <laughs> yeah, there was um we used to chew dough when I worked at the pizza place when I was like sixteen yes. as as like gum. Pizza dough is yeah. uh, I mean yeah if it's got some good elasticity then you can kind of yeah. use it as gum. But I, I love pizza dough, bread dough. Uh, my grandmother used to make homemade noodles uh, when she would make oh, chicken soup. Yeah. And the, the, she would have like the just you like just eat raw giant noodles? sheet pans of noodles around. Oh. Yeah. Man, fucking gluten is a favorite of mine. If I was allergic <laughs> to gluten, I would be out that fucking window, but hopefully we'd be like 10 stories higher than we are right now. Right. Now, uh, I, I do want to point out I, I didn't eat and swallow the pizza dough. It was just a chew and spit type deal. Um, I don't want any text messages from you know you see, who real you are. Men don't spit. <sighs> I don't. I don't know. Like, it, I don't. I didn't enjoy the taste of raw dough. Oh, I love the taste of raw dough. Um, man, I feel like maybe I should go eat some raw dough. It, it, it's definitely like. Again, I'm a doughy person myself, so it's it's. I don't know. It's probably like eating your own flesh or something. It's uh, cannibalism. I just what? It's cannibalism. Yeah, a little bit. I don't right. care. Whatever you're you into. know. I'm not gonna tell you to live your life. I just I I always like the stuff. It, it's yeah. it's an odd quirk of mine, and and I don't celebrate in it the way that I did when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm still alive. Why I don't have a a six pack of Oompa Loompas rolling me around everywhere, but. <laughs> I just, I do, like, if, if there's the opportunity, like, again, the, the take and bake pizza, there's that little bit of the, the pizza before it's cooked on the edge and stuff like that. You just squeeze a little bit of that off. You get some pizza dough there. Hey, man, if that's, that's what you're into, I'm not telling When I was a kid, we going. used to, uh, we went to a restaurant where they would let the kids make their own pizzas. They'd bring oh. out the, the tray, the fixings, stuff like that, and you would make them all, and then they would cook them for so, you. So, child labor. Yeah, sort of, but it was it was Some for your own enjoyment. So, well, you that, weren't doing it for other people. My favorite part is that it's like it's exciting to do someone else's work when you're a child. Yes. Now it's fucking stupid and annoying, yeah. and I would like to live on a forever Saturday. It's it's fantastic until all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, you should re- you should should read some uh, Mark Twain and learn about whitewashing a fence and realize how it's bullshit that everyone convinces you to do work." Oh yeah, that is. What a fucking lark! And right. and also we use own slaves, uh, so like <laughs> that shitty, is something of our just shitty stuff. They, thank God for the education of, of Samuel Clemens. Yeah, so you're afraid of uh, football talk? I yeah I, I I shouldn't say I'm afraid of it. It's just very annoying. No, it is. And then we talked about it on here. Yeah, like I said, I don't dislike football. I do enjoy it. I know a little bit, but uh, I just, I don't, what you talking about what a football team should do that you like at work on Monday isn't going to make a lick of fucking difference. Yeah, but I, I kind of, I have the feeling of that's all conversation. Like most stuff that we talk about, even if, even the stuff that we're sort of authoritative on. Right. It's really, it's just speculation and conjecture, and, and it's just to kind of fill the air, just to, to plug that gap of, of holes of not talking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you really just want to impose your opinion on someone. And you also, you want the joy of having a shared experience that you didn't really get to share. You know, it's not like you guys were at the game and you both saw it together, because even right. if that's the case, you will still leave it and like talk about, oh, remember this part, remember this part. Yeah. But then you're doing that at work with people that you don't get to like hang out with on the weekend or you you haven't taken to to your sports arena or whatever. And you still have that 
kind of camaraderie or rivalry, which is right. itself a kind of camaraderie. Same as watching a movie that someone else has seen and then talking about it on the internet. Right. Or haven't seen, which is, again, right. really weird. Right. Although at least it's never us not watching the movie. Well, it was that one time for you. <laughs> not watching I went the back and it. watched the right one. Well, I know you did. <laughs> Second time's a charm. I don't think you're a bad person. I just think you're sometimes confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> did you find the Lord? <laughs> no, I, th- this will mean absolutely nothing to you. Uh, I just saw there's the band Sanction is playing with CU Space Cowboy in Minneapolis. It just popped up on, on my internet. Uh, CU Space Cowboy is a reference to an anime, right? I have no fucking clue, but it is one of the worst band names I've ever heard, and I love that band. It's not a good name. I'm hoping someone knows. Although, CU Space Cowboy spells cusp? If they go with a CU, like you no, were talking about, see you next Tuesday. Why? Which is a different, it's another band. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's uh, Y-O-U. No, I, what is that fucking anime? There's something where it's they call him Space Cowboy. Anyway, hmm. so this is an exciting event for you? Yeah, but it's... Now, are you going to then Monday go to work and find the person who also listens to that style of music and Which talk is about no one. how the band was either good and or shitty <laughs> and you. what you think they should have done better and or worse? Um, well, for one, this is on a Wednesday four hours away, so I do not know if I will go. Um... To no one that I know of that I work with listens to the same music I do. Um, real surprise, I'm sure. I did get to drop the the bomb of knowing cattle decapitation <laughs> at, at work the other day with the person who knew immediately who I was talking about. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, this just got too serious then. Well, if you really wanted to swing dick, you could have said that you met someone who toured with them. Uh, I was talking about abiotic and travis and stuff as well uh i didn't realize that he had toured with cattle decapitation. yeah they opened for cattle cattle decapitation is nowhere near as important to me as abiotic is because all right travis yeah i love that guy fucking travis fucking travis is an awesome dude fucking travis and i got to describe to him what an omelet is (laughs) but i would like a callback from him to say whether or not he tried it because he seemed really interested at that that lunch. Uh, I was thinking about asking him, but I haven't talked to him in quite a while. I was supposed to go out to Minneapolis when they played there with suffocation, and it just didn't pan out. That's too bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not all my friends listen to that band. Well, fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can make excuses all night. Do you want to talk about this movie? Yeah, let's talk about this movie. We are going to talk about Ready or Not. Um, the 2019 Ready or Not, the one that literally just came out, because I, fu- I don't. They were I don't, not ready for us to talk about Ready or Not. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. They, every time they hear some sound, they think Alyssa's home, and it's just really been sweet. Oh, that's hard on them. Yeah, I, they do it when I'm gone too, and maybe they don't. I don't know. She tells me they do, but lying. Um. Samara Weaving. I was trying to look up who played Grace, the main yes. lady. Samara Weaving. Yeah, so we have to talk about Samara Weaving because this She's is in the, the new third Bellatone. movie that we've reviewed with her in mm. it. And I'm going yeah. to assume that it's the third one that we really liked her in. Um, Yeah. Because we watched The Babysitter, which was the Netflix movie. Yep. And we Mayhem. watched Mayhem, which was, uh, I don't know if it's a Shutter original, but it was a Shutter exclusive. Yeah. Where they were fighting their way through the, the building and stuff. And now this. And I have to say, she just continues to be incredibly impressive um, in both the, the oh. horror film roles that she does and in what she does with them. Like, there was a point in this where she's shaking with with such venom and and like having been betrayed so much by this family and when she's just gutturally like like that like fucking something out of texas chainsaw massacre yeah and it was so good 
I didn't realize she was on Ash and uh, Ash versus Evil Dead too. Yeah, I didn't realize that either, which yeah. really bums me out because it means that I didn't get far enough into Ash versus Evil Dead, which might be part of the reason why it's gone away. Uh, not like I was the one holdout that was screwed <laughs> up. They were like, much. man, if, if only Corey, if Corey would watch it, we wouldn't need to cancel say it. they do a hard, but, horror podcast. So but. for what it's worth, Ash versus Evil Dead was always written as like three seasons. So they were trying to write a third movie and it ended up being like 180 pages. So they're like, well, let's just make it a TV show. Okay. So I think it was it it had a finite amount of time. It wasn't canceled. They ended it. But now they're talking about doing another Evil Dead movie. Yeah, but not with uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell said he was open to it. I think. Oh no! That last I, I heard was that he was not. Sam Raimi was like he would like to really do something with Bruce and Ash, but Bruce says he's retired from that character. I can't remember. I know. I know. Fuck. I don't know. Robert Englund said he would do another Freddy. I don't know if that's what I'm thinking of. And, that that might be because this was just recent that Sam was talking about this uh, when he was doing promotion for the Grudge, which apparently oh, it was not, good. not done well at all. Uh, uh, I will certainly see it, but yeah, Aaron's when he dropped, she's like, "Yeah, it got an F score." Yeah, there was there was a lot of things said about that movie that I've never heard said about movies before. <laughs> um, Somebody said, even the people who, who fucking hate Star Wars didn't give shit to the movie like this movie has gotten. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, she's also in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, she's playing... Uh, the daughter. Ted's daughter, yep. I believe. Yep, Ted as Preston. Yep, Tia Preston. She's also in Snake Eyes. Oh, no, she's Preston, then she's she's Bill's Bill daughter. as Preston. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I have Ted's to say the whole line to know who's who. Yep, Ted Theodore Logan. Yep, We Are the Wild Stallions. Man, maybe I should watch one of those movies tonight. Sorry, the world is my fucking oyster right now. It's bad because I'll like start doing something and then I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll just do this instead. And I never like commit to one activity. Is that thing always masturbation? No, I I carry that out to fruition. I said by the end of this, uh, she comes home next Sunday. Um, I think my dick is gonna look like a really loose Twizzler. It's real <laughs> red and just dangling. <laughs> Maybe more of a pull and peel. Get that limp <laughs> texture. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm very, very glad that we are exclusively a red vine family after that. I love pull and peels. It, that's a texture thing. I don't like the texture of red vines. Um, what is pull and peel? It's, um, there's like nine of them bundled together and you can pull them like one at a time. Oh, that sounds Like fun. the nine makes like a really fat, like it's a little fatter than a red vine. Do Twizzlers do that too? It is Twizzler pull and peel. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I always remember the commercial doing that, and then I've never, I don't think I've ever eaten Twizzlers. So. Oh, yeah. They're fine. And then they got the juice filled ones. Those are good too. Oh, God. Yeah. With, what kind of juice? Um, like it, an au jus? Yeah. It's like a, a savory beef sauce. <laughs> Twizzler <laughs> stuffed? Stuffed? Are they, I don't, just, are they Twizzlers? Uh yeah the the filled twists. So I like how we always end up talking about food. Um, no, we're hungry folk. <laughs> so it's 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 Twizzlers texture I guess, but it has like the hollowed out middle like a red vine. Okay. Like the the fatter and because the Twizzlers like real thin opening, this one's real fat Which one. Which we and, we've used red vines for like drinking soda and stuff. At yeah. Straws. Yeah yeah. So this one is filled then. Um, with cherry kick or citrus punch. So it'll be, um, oh, it's not these. Red is cherry and yellow is citrus. And it's got like, it's like kind of like gusher juice inside. Yeah. But it's like thicker so that if you bite it, it doesn't like just. Dribble. So you remember the little wax bottles that had yeah. like liquid in them? <laughs> These are fucking so disgusting, but I loved them as a kid. Yeah, I loved them as a kid, but it always weirded me out that the wax just tasted like wax. Because you ever get the wax nose and mustaches? Yeah, those taste like ass. They got a candy taste to them, though. Oh, really? Yeah. The ones that I grew up with had, had like an actual flavor to the wax. So I'm like, why do you not make a flavor to the wax for these things so they're actually good? But I guess it's so you don't get the kids eat wax. Right. You just sit and eat wax. In my day. What'd you do on Friday? Eat wax. Odd. <laughs> doesn't really feel far away from what I did over the weekend. So maybe we should move on. Ready or not. Ready or not. Um, we're not. 
Uh, no. So it's a, it's labeled as a comedy horror thriller, which there wasn't a ton of comedy. There was some funny parts. We will get to those. Um, I think I think the family, their ineptitude is what makes it funny, and and the delivery of everybody was yeah. was great. Yeah, the fact that like the hi- the hired help kept dying, yeah, inadvertently. Um, I fucking I chuckled. I do. I should point out. Um, my friend Jr., whom I fucking hate with every fiber of my being, is the one that recommended this movie, and I don't like that I liked it because then it means I have to tell him that I liked it. And I have to talk to his stupid fucking mouth. And he's got a real dumb half beard. He's fucking bald. <sighs> I've never hated someone so much as I hate JR. That's true. And I have heard that he does sexual things to livestock. He does. He puts the bucket and then he fucks a moose. I mean, livestock at first. Then it's just <laughs> stock, which they then use to fill Twizzlers. <laughs> I heard he puts frozen hot dogs in his butt. <laughs> then he walks around with him in there. But not with mustard, which is no. really the fucking crime. Yeah. Well, once I he once he ejects, so he cooks them. He puts a frozen <laughs> hot dog goes in, a cooked hot dog comes he out. He does the Winona Ryder ping pong ball trick. <laughs> with a fucking hot dog. Uh, every third hot dog is a chocolate hot dog. <laughs> All right, <laughs> stop talking with JR's ass. They all go in his footlongs, but they come up chopped up with like fucking <laughs> Like soft serve, like he pinches it off when it comes through, <laughs> makes fucking cocktail weenies. We're way too proud of ourselves for this. Oh, man. What this JR is... do? Why, did, why is JR getting this shit? Because I fucking hate him. Okay. Yeah, I should, I should show you a picture of his face. You'll hate him, too. All right. He's actually one of my best friends. We've been, <laughs> we've been really close since high out. school. So <laughs> just, I still fucking hate him, though. Um, yeah. Yes, you should. But, and I also like I'm dying inside knowing that he's going to listen to this and probably laugh at everything we've just said. So that yeah, makes hopefully. it that much better for me. I hope he goes right to the fucking Safeway <laughs> and gets himself an eight pack a fucking Oscar Meyer. <laughs> he's gonna go. To, he's gonna go to the local Quick Trip and get the thirty pack of Fun Dogs. If like this $1. isn't his primary Instagram post after this, like I don't fucking want to know. He the guy. actually has absolutely no social media. Well, because he has no friends. Uh, it's true. It's true. I mean, he's he's married and has children, so he has a default friends. Tom from MySpace rejected him. <laughs> I can't even whistle right now. Anyways. Fuck you, Jr. Um, ready or not? So, Go with love. no. Uh, so it starts off. It's in. I don't even know. Does it say it's in the eighties? Does it say no, like nineteen eighty nine? I don't know or? that it is at all because they the one guy's playing on his cell phone the whole time. Oh, you mean no, no, no. Start. So the, yeah, the beginning of the movie, yeah, so thirty years ago. Yeah. So there's this family and they're they're chasing someone Which around. Is, technically, thirty years ago would be eighty nine. At this point, it would be nineties. Well, thirty it would have been eighty nine from when this came out, right? But yeah, fucking whatever. So there should have been like winger posters up. No, yeah, there's striper shirts. And the someone's got Motley Crue. There's uh, Gene Simmons is in the. You see him run through the background. I'm, we're kidding. None of that actually happened. So this family's playing. They're chasing someone around, and it, it hasn't alluded to the fact that it's a uh, hide and seek yet. But uh, the girl like runs into the sun, and she's like, "Oh, you gotta help me get out of here!" And then the sun. You know, goes oh they're in here, and then the family's like, well, "Good." And then thirty years later, um, this man is marrying this fine, fine piece of ass, Samara Weaving. I'm gonna jerk. She off. is lovely. No, oh, she's she's. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. She used to remind me of um, of the the. Oh God, I can't. Wow, it's been a long time since I've watched Community, but she reminded me of. Oh yeah, yeah, that that blonde chick. Yeah, from <laughs> I, Community, and, yeah, and. And this she doesn't like. I it's now she looks very distinctly different, um, which is good. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm now comfortable at a point where I'm seeing Samara Weaving as Samara Weaving, as opposed to other actresses that she has some. Well, the more you see her, and obviously the more that that helps. So I get it. Yeah, it it it, um, it gives her more agency. I guess I don't know. Jillian Whatever. Jacobs. She's, just, she's so fucking cool. Yeah, Jillian Jacobs. Yep. Jillian Jacobs. I don't know if she's the soft G or hard G. <laughs> I mean, when I look at her, I'm a hard G. Hard D. I said that for you. Damn. Only for you. And for her, I guess. If she takes that. The Chief's not going to take that. Anyway. Uh, huh. So, 
the guy is marrying Samara Weaving, who uh, grew up in orphanages and foster homes and stuff like that, never had a family. So it's very important to her to get to be a part of his family. He's kind of been away from the family. He's he's ostracized himself. He's like, he didn't want to be around him and shit for a few years. And so him coming back and doing the wedding with her there at the house is a big deal to the family. And it's a big deal to her. And he's just kind of like uncomfortable with it the whole time. And we start to figure out why. Yeah, so it's it's alluded to very early that the family, his family, is fucking Oprah rich. Yeah, um, you find out later that they made board games. Uh, they, that wasn't a deck of cards, and then they moved into board games, and then yep. um, it grew from there. But ceremony takes place. Uh, I don't know if anything important really happens, other than no. character development. But um, they're sitting around a big ass table, and the dad is explaining ritual. Uh, um, not rituals, um, traditions, and how their family's rich in tradition. And they this box comes out, and then it comes all the way around to her. And they basically say, "We're going to play a game. We have to play a game. Uh, so you pull a card, and that's the game that we're going to play." Yeah, they talk about how the box was won by or or given to their their patriarch and their family a long time ago, um, but it came with certain rules. And one of the rules is they have to anytime marry someone marries in the family, they have to choose a game from the box. Um, but the, the person who gave it to him, they f- forget what they call him, like Mr. Bale or something. Uh, fuck. I'm trying yeah, to look. I don't uh, uh, but so they, they have to do this. And if at times, Oh, lay, lay bale, lay bale. Uh, so whenever they, they, we find out whenever they tried to forego doing the, the ritual, uh, it's turned out bad. Yep. For whoever so skipped out something that I did kind of just remember I think him and his brother are talking before the ceremony and the, the game comes up and he says if she pulls the card are you going to do what you need to do right so that gets a, whatever so heightened foreshadowing uh, but it comes I mean, around technically the whole opening scene of the 30 years ago was foreshadowing yeah yeah um, so she pops her card out and it just says hide and seek so she's like well whatever and everybody's still like the the husband is ghost white about this, yeah. and everybody else is like really uncomfortable. But they don't let up of telling her anything about what's going on. It's like okay, so you know you're the one who draws a card, you're the bride, yep. you have to go hide. Yep. And she's like, so I can't win. And they're like, well, you could just make it through the whole night without getting found. And she's like, fuck that. Because she doesn't want to play hide and seek all night. It's her fucking wedding night. She was already trying to bang her husband on her bed, and then the weird aunt came into the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking hated that woman. Uh, she was she was creepy. She yeah, the bitch. I mean, she did her. She, she fulfilled her purpose in the movie. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, so they're like, "Well, go hide," and then they start playing this record of a song that's the hide and seek song. The, that's a the, real song. It it was like a an album that you would play. If you were like in in kindergarten or something like that, and they would put on albums for you to play like "Ring Around the Rosie" and there's a "Ring Around the Rosie" song, or if they put on an album for like musical chairs, it it, it would be like in in the time there would be a, an album to teach kids how to play hide and seek, and then they wouldn't have to worry about counting themselves. The album is kind oh. of doing the counting for you, okay. giving the rules of the play while the first person hides, and it keeps all the other kids entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, while they hide. It seemed authentic to me. It didn't seem like something they made up for the movie, but it's also something that we haven't had a reason to hear or listen to. Uh, it probably in, in our entire lifetimes, like it, it's not something you'd see around, but I get that it could have been before that. Right. Like in an old uh, phonograph. Yeah. So while the, the record's playing, the family is arming themselves. Yep. Uh, she climbs into a dumbwaiter, which comes back later. Uh, gets sick of it, and this is when shit starts to get real. So the family is spread out around the, this giant, massive house, trying to figure out what's going. Trying to find her, she still has no fucking clue. The husband, they told him to stay back. He quickly gets up and like goes through secret passages to try and find her. Um there's like one of the maids is in a bedroom and then like a, the sister runs in there and thinks it's 
uh, Grace and then fucking shoots her in the head. Shoots her in the head. And then the whole family is pissed at her. And she's like, well, can't this just be our sacrifice? And then the, it must be the bride. Yeah. Um, so the tradition and the rules and everything, they, they do hit some gray areas with the rules as it goes along. But um, that was that was one of those things that, no, you can't just have it be anybody. It's yeah. got to be the bride that, that hits the sacrifice. And so also along the, the path of this is that we are being shown that they are very convinced that they have to do this thing, mm-hmm. that all of their lives revolve around the fact that they, they've got this box, that it came with these penalties of, of you have to follow these rules. And if you don't, some horrible shit is going to happen to them. Yeah. But it also could be, and it comes up a lot by her, especially like, yeah, but what if this is just bullshit? You know, and there are a couple of members who married into the family who got to play different games uh, that were actually games and not like, I'm going to fucking die tonight. Yeah. So it and, does It does say like, on the Wikipedia that real? hide and seek is the only one that requires the family to kill the recipient. So there's there are other games that they could have potentially played knowing that hide and seek is the one where someone dies. And, and the brother or the other guy that, that the main... Daniel is his name, and fucking because all these names. But uh, Daniel basically says later, like this hasn't happened in thirty years, right? Obviously, uh, so but, he was. But not... there were also people along the way that didn't participate. Yep. In the ritual, and then apparently died horribly. Were described that, and they're like, yeah, but didn't they just die in a fire? Like, no, they didn't just fucking die in a fire. That was that was the that's what they want you to think, but that's not what happened, right? Um, so we we still get a. And out of, is it real? Is it not? Mm-hmm. To the family, it's real. And the family, they're fucking dedicated. They're going to do it. Yep. Um, Daniel's the only one who's like not into it. But we also see like his his brother, who is the one who saved Daniel in the 30-year flashback, like hit him in a closet to keep him guarded from seeing what was going on with the ritual and stuff like that. We see that he doesn't really relish in doing this. He's just kind of going along with it. And every once in a while you see him like turn her in, but he's not, his heart's not in it. You can right. tell he's just like, eh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, he, when he, he catches her in the room later on, he's like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to call them. I'll give you a 10 second head start. He's like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, two and a half. And he just like goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also seems like that's attitude about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, uh, I was trying to follow along with what you were saying with this Wikipedia because I don't want to miss anything. But but we've gotten to the point where she now knows that she's being hunted. Yeah. And so and the family uh, is doing this and trying to kill her, but the family is incredibly bad at it. the The yeah. sister keeps shooting the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's high as fuck most of the time. I love that actress. She's she's on that uh, Winona Earp series on Sci Fi. Mm-hmm. She's great, and she was really hilarious in this. Yeah, so um, I think at this point, Grace gets back to the room that they were originally in where she remembered seeing all the guns. So there's a short montage where she rips her wedding dress and puts comfortable shoes on. And um, grabs- Yeah, Daniel finds her and tells her like she has to get to the kitchen. He'll work out a way to unlock the door to let yep, her out. Yep, so he goes, oh yeah, because there's a security system that they um, lock down the house and turn off all the cameras because they have to do it the way that their grandfather did it or some shit. But when it becomes convenient, they're like, yeah, but there were no fucking yeah, video yeah. cameras at yeah. that time. So is it really against the rules? Yeah. So by then, uh, Daniel has broken. Wait, never mind. Wrong brother. Alex is Grace's husband. Okay. Alex has destroyed the security system, all the cameras, and unlocked the doors. So there's a, a short scene where Grace sees um, like the male butler. Um, she tries to shoot him, realizes that the ammo is fake, the gun was real, and then blasts him in the side of the head with a a hot pot of tea that he was making, um, to try and get out. And she runs back into the house, right? She doesn't go outside right away this? No, she goes outside, she She tries to get away, but he, he manages to come after her. So here's part of the thing is that that butler, not part of the family, way into this. Yeah, it seemed like all the hired help had uh, definitely an idea of what was happening. They, they, uh, I don't think they, if they understood really what was happening, I don't know that they all would but have gotten think about it, though. gotten it, shot real bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it, like, he probably understands that he has a very cushy life taking care of this family. And if something happens to that family, he doesn't have a job. Yeah, he's, he's there, Alfred, yep. except fucked up. Yep. Um, so Grace gets caught by this guy and is 
she she darts him and then starts to drive back. Um, and tries to use like the OnStar in the car to. Call oh yeah, the and then it kills the car because it was reported stolen. So that's how he catches her. Um, so he darts her. They're driving back. He's like FaceTiming the family and turns up music and starts singing really loud. And you see Grace sit up in the back and they're yelling at him. And then he gets the car to crash and. Yeah, she fucks him up and. And then the brother's just there. The brother, yeah, because they were easy to find in the woods. You hear yeah. this giant crash and it takes her a while probably to crawl out of it. But he was there because they were trying, they were getting rid of the bodies out in the barn, dumping him down into the uh, the goat thing. Oh, yeah. So she gets shot in the barn. Oh, yeah. 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 I couldn't remember if that was before or after. Yeah. So she like falls into some murder pit too and gets shot. Oh, yeah. A kid shoots her to her fucking hand, which I thought was brutal. But um, not as brutal as her trying to climb up out of that pit, oh, though, man. and having to use the hole in her hand, the 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 Christ hole, to to hit that nail to be able to pull herself up because the ladder was falling apart. <laughs> yeah, there, it, there's some good squeamish moments in this, uh, and that was that was probably one of the better ones. But yeah, so yeah. In, she she gets grabbed by the family. The family brings her in. I do want to point out that when the kid shoots her, she fucking just punches, punches him directly him. in the face. Yeah, it was really great. good. It was great. Earned. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would throw him down that fucking pit. But yeah, so... But that's also part of the thing with the family is they're not just thinking about themselves. In the case of the sister and her husband, they're thinking about their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're doing the fact like, yeah, maybe you don't deserve to die, but my kids don't deserve to die either. Right. Although I felt like that kid kind of deserved to fucking die. That kid totally deserved to die. Yeah, totally. Um, But he was doing what he's taught. And that's another thing, too, is that as kids, and this is something that the husband says, he's like, as a kid, you're taught fucked up shit Mm -hmm. by your family, Mm -hmm. but you don't know it's fucked up shit. It seems normal because it's your family doing it. They are your base. They're they're what you're supposed to be aspiring to be like. And... It's not until years later as a grown-up you go, oh, wait, no, nobody else fucking hunts and kills brides and grooms on, on their wedding night? The, the fuck is this? So that's why he was estranged from the family. Is like He's like, I don't want to do that. And he he makes... There's a conversation that happens between him and her where he's like, I didn't want to get married. She's like, you motherfucker. You know, but you, you allowed it. He's like, yes, but if I didn't, you would have left me. Right. And it, it shows how seriously he loved her that he he thought they would be okay. But he knew bringing her into her family was going to fuck things up. But if he didn't bring her into her family, things were going to be fucked up anyway. So yeah. it was his gamble. Uh, so in this, we, we go along with the belief that Alex really is in love with Grace and, you know, is trying to do right by Grace. Um... But that only lasts so long. Right. And part of that is that fight for survival. Right. So there's... Um, I'm skimming through here. She's captured again, restrained. Uh, oh, yeah. So he... Alex is restrained by his parent, his dad and brother after they find him when he broke the security system. Uh, so she gets caught again. Yeah, she causes the car to crash. However, she's captured again, restrained. Okay, so this is when she ends up on the, the pentagram on the table. Yep. Uh, and the family is about to sacrifice her, so they drink from a ceremonial cup and start to vomit blood because uh, Daniel poisoned them. Yes. Okay. The the brother who saved Alex as a kid from, from seeing the ritual, the brother is actually the good guy in the film. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they're not going to die. I didn't poison them to kill them. They're just going to you know shit for a week. Yeah. But he he is now shown his true colors of like he doesn't give a fuck about letting her go and the family dealing with whatever the consequences are. Either he doesn't believe in it or he just doesn't care and he realizes his family is fucked up and you know it's not right to kill this young girl. But then his wife, who is a uh, fucking bitch whore from hell, yeah, um, she comes out and she's like, so you never really loved me. You know, you're going to let me die for this girl. And so she shoots him in the neck. So when Alex sees his brother is dead later on, I think part of what makes him turn is that he thinks Grace is the one who killed Daniel. Yeah. 
which uh, makes sense now. I couldn't. And then the next scene is her getting cornered by his mom, um, played by a fantastic Andy McDowell, uh, who's great in most things. Uh, she gets cornered by by the mom in the other room. The mom who honestly likes her, but again is like, but I'm not fucking letting my family die. Right. Uh, and so she beats the mom's head in with the the Ooh. gift box. Yeah, she fucks her up. And then fucks they show her, her which I was up. kind of a surprise because it was yeah. very gruesome. So um, that's two people that Alex has now seen that he one legitimately she killed, but the other one that he believes she killed in his family. So Alex is like, um Yeah, so I guess you're gonna get sacrificed now. Yep. So they give him the sword knife and they're all hail Sataning. Um, and and you're still kind of like, but he will he or won't right. he? And you know he he does. Right. Yeah. So at the last minute she turns, uh, he gets he stabs her in the shoulder, and then yep. she gets free. Then dawn, dawn breaks. This is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie because everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. So like, see, I told you it was bullshit. Yep. And then everyone kind of was like, "Oh yeah, it is bullshit." There was never anything to be fucking worried about. And then everyone starts exploding. Yeah, the ant is the first one to go. The one who like realizes that it's dawn. Yeah, and she's just kind of like screaming, well, and she's and she has her two kids too. Explodes, and everyone was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, and then everyone explodes, and then uh, the police show up, and Grace is sitting out front, smoking a cigarette, and then the cops just like, "Oh, are you okay? Like, how are they not? You're fucking covered in human remains, and the house is burning down, and everybody else is fucking dead." Yeah, that that's always my question too. Is like, but how does this ex- get explained afterwards? Like, that was my thought. The CSIs too. are good. Yep, yep. That was that was definitely my thought. It was like, what the fuck? But it leads to a really wonderful ending of her just sitting there, like mm-hmm. fucking in laws. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I hear you, sister. Um, that's ready or not. Yeah, and so we have described the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's parts we glazed to over to the best of our ability, but we are completely underselling it. Because this is just a goddamn fun movie. It's super fun. It was a great movie. I um, hate JR, but yeah, he really did a good one here. He, 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 well, you know, even a broken clock sucks dick a hundred times <laughs> between meals. What? I don't know what I was saying there. Uh, anyway, uh, he he chose a good film. No, he and totally did. It. I. I. I can't say that it's not a comedy. I, I, I no, there's definitely comedy elements, but it, it, they seemed like very natural, and it didn't seem like it was forced comedy at all. There were no forced lines um, right. to try and make it a comedy, which I, I really did appreciate. Yeah, it's it's the ultimate sarcasm of certain characters. It's the the goofiness of certain characters. It's the ineffectualness mm-hmm. of the people trying to kill people, the, the, the randomness of the deaths. Also, the, killing the help made sense because we had to have most of the family be alive to the end right when the family starts dying things get amped up very quickly because it would have to be her killing them or them killing each other if they kill each other that's like a whole in war that's going to happen real quick right they're going to gather and like fuck up whoever did it um if it's her killing them then she loses the power of being the innocent that's getting chased by someone like her her now husband mm-hmm. uh which i also love the moment where she like takes off the ring and throws it back to him and says i want a divorce um right before he explodes yeah because it gives her it's not just him exploding it's her having the ability to say you motherfucker i hate your guts right he's like we're not going to be able to recover from this are we no but you know what the best no. part is is she was married to him she's now mm-hmm. the last surviving member of that family she's fucking rich she is as long as someone milled in the paperwork uh, or it looks really yeah. <laughs> like it was <laughs> times out recently too and i think something about when murder came up the will got contested yeah there's a whole lot of gray areas i was making a fucking a lot joke of gray areas. but i also feel like she doesn't give a shit at no, that point no <laughs> she's just like she's had fucking enough yes um so mary fuck kill uh fucking mary yeah i'd fucking marry her too and and i would then get chased down by her family and kind of be okay with it as long as right. the fucking wedding night happens first that's true um yeah. sorry i'm kind of pushing this along because i can hear all my dogs crying but uh <laughs> what do we we've got to pick some for next time shit i hit you up with the last one like let me see let me see what i got here that i want to watch 
Rambo. Rambo 5. Does that count as a horror movie? <laughs> You're still trying to... Like, you have an action movie podcast. I know, but fucking Matt goes to Costa Rica all the goddamn time once. Matt, Matt, he's he's just not life, back man. yet. Um, uh, you know what you do have that I'm... Rabid. I, I'm not super... Oh. Like, I'm not the biggest Shining fan, but I've heard good things about Dr. Sleep. Is that a no? I've... I fucking did not like that movie. I do not want to watch it again. If you do want to talk about it, I'll go based off of what I remember from the first time. Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. Um, I haven't seen you outright reject a film before, dude. It was it was it was not good, and it's very long. Okay, then I've got one that I'm going to mention because Aaron keeps bringing it up. Okay, I have a backup if, but I want to hear what yours is first. All right, it's not the one with the clown, which I think is is that Terrifier. Yeah, which is a really All good right. movie. But oh, it's uh, um, God damn it, Beatmaster like Doctor Sleep. Now I have to hate him because <laughs> um, Terrifier is actually um, a sequel. Okay, well, there's something called Terrified, which is a oh. a foreign film. Um, but it I I, I she keeps saying terrified, but it, I know she's not talking about the one with the clown. So I'll I'll give you a link later on okay. of what it is so we can find it. I know that she'd been watching it on Shudder and she's watched it a few times and she keeps insisting we have to do that movie. She also wants us to do uh one cut of the dead. Um, oh, there's a movie called Terrified. Uh, terrified. Terrified is one of the scariest movies of twenty eighteen. Yes. So, can uh, you handle it? If it, it, if it's, you're gonna have to read. What? I'm pretty sure that it Dang. it has subtitles. God. So damn. Think of it. Damn it it's it's too bad she's not here. But you know, if, if Nicole was on, we would have done that anyway. That's a good so. point. <laughs> she's always good for a subtitled movie. Um, and, th- and we did that for Lucy, who was our fan. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just giving you a fucking hard time. Um, terrified. Yeah, I was gonna mention um, rabbit, but we could just do that at a different time too. Yeah, we'll do that another time. But that's the one from the Soska sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in Spanish. Does that sound right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally up for it. I, I'm actually happy knowing going into it um, that there's subtitles, so I make sure that I am prepared. Yeah, I would never spring that on you. Because you know I have a hard time reading. Uh, you have a hard time looking at the screen. <laughs> That's fucking... That, yeah, I have to look at the screen to read. Or yes. I have a hard time with these things. If, if you could put the, the words in front of you uh, on the video game that you're playing or uh, the toilet that you're shitting on. Usually I'm like <laughs> cooking or doing something or... Yeah. Shut up, Corey. If your dog could just belch out the script, that yeah, would be fun. Yeah, if my dog could talk to me, I'd pay a lot more attention. You pay attention to your dogs. You love your dogs so much. That's what I'm saying. If if the, my dogs yeah. were the ones telling me what was being said, then this would be a whole lot easier because I pay attention to them all the time. Well, there you go. That's that's your that's your new book idea is um, <laughs> horror stories that my dog told me. Huh. I'm into it. I am um, kind of into it, too. Terrified of saying it. All right. Um, I guess that's going to do it for another episode of the Podcast of Terror. We will talk to you guys next time. Stay scary, everybody. Fuck you, JR. Bye.